It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to KSL Outdoors Radio. Okay, before we uh, get to Snow Day and take you up to uh, Brighton Resort, to check in with Jared Winkler, I want to get uh, our avalanche specialist in here, Craig Gordon from the Utah Avalanche Center. Let me just start this way, Craig. You know me. I'm a snow enthusiast. I love to ski, and I don't mind extended ski seasons, but this is getting to be a little ridiculous. Too much of a good thing, I think. And, man, have we got avalanche problems. Oh, Tim, Tim, it is so good to hear from you, my friend. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. I do know you. I know you are a snow enthusiast. However, my friend, that's where we differ because I am a snow addict. <laughs> I am really, I'm, man, I cannot believe this. You know what, Tim? I mean, I've been doing this work for, for half my life, so 35 years almost. And uh, I've never seen a winter quite like this. I may never see this again in my career. Um, perhaps in my lifetime. So, man, I am embracing every moment, every inch, every foot, every flake. It is unreal. And I hear, yeah, you're going to be checking in with Brighton, and they are, like, so close to nearing an 800-inch season. And that is no April Fool's joke. That is the real deal. It's it's just remarkable, isn't it? Well, Alta topped 800, uh, if our measurements are correct today. But, man, this is not the time to go playing in the backcountry. We had lots of canyon problems just because we've got slides that are coming down onto the roads. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, hey, the good news is, you know, unlike early season avalanches where it's very unpredictable and breaking, you know, near weak layers near the ground, here's what's going on is that we are just receiving so much snow, the uh, the mountains and the snowpack really aren't getting much of a break. So any kind of little indiscrepancy, any kind of weak layer, a density inversion is going to reveal its cards just because uh, it's just getting overloaded, it's getting overtaxed. So what we are going to see throughout the weekend is clearing skies and that, you know, doesn't necessarily affect the avalanche danger so much. It affects how we perceive the avalanche danger and how we perceive the new snow. So across the board, especially mountains in northern Utah, we've got a high avalanche danger. Even though we most likely will not see natural avalanche activity occurring, that's happening Friday morning and throughout the day. We are definitely prime for human-triggered avalanches. And any avalanche trigger has the potential to be uh, to break deep, to be dangerous, could instantly ruin your day or even worse. So remember, we still have lots of uh, ground to cover for the rest of the season. And on that note, on, on Monday, March 27th, a uh, very tragic avalanche accident occurred in the Ochre Mountains where one young gentleman was caught, carried, killed. And, um, you know, huge thanks go out to U- Utah County Search and Rescue, Department of Public Safety, Life Flight, everybody that was involved But most importantly, our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers, our energy go out to the friends and family of this tragic avalanche accident. So let's just continue to move forward. We've got a beautiful weekend on tap. Let's uh, just pump the brakes a little bit and know that there's still plenty of winter left. And, uh, you know, Tim, things are going to be changing with yet another storm 
in the hopper for next week. So you know we've got all your listeners covered. We've got your community covered. Check us out at uh, your one-stop shop for all things Avalanche, of course. That's HugeAvalancheCenter.org. Craig, one of the best, my man. Thank you for checking in. Absolutely, sir. Thanks for having me. Please, everyone, be safe this weekend. I need a snow day. I need a snow day. I need a snow day. <laughs> We're all chuckling a little bit. Uh, one of these days, we got to stop asking for snow days. And I'm, I'm not complaining, Navidomskis. I know you hate that. You know, I, I love the snow, but there are people who are just getting a little exasperated with the whole thing. Um, but it is extending our ski seasons here. And as we head into our snow day segment, I thought it would be fun to check in with Jared Winkler from uh, Brighton, who sent out a press release this week. And I'll be darned if we didn't interrupt you uh, moving snow with a skidster this morning, Jared. That's Is that really in your job description up there? You know, it's not, but uh, you give a marketing guy a piece of earth-moving equipment, they'll, they'll go wild. <laughs> Great diversion, isn't it? Russ is sitting here shaking yeah. his head like, I'd love to drive that thing sometime. Uh, so we're talking, just to remind our listeners again, we're talking here on Thursday morning. And, and as this interview airs on Saturday, my guess is you're going to have a whole lot more snow to move again. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it. We're so close to 800 inches on this record-breaking season already. So maybe by Saturday we'll have it. Yeah. So regular closing day for Brighton is when now? Uh, typically we close the third weekend in April, but this year we're going to close on April 30th. So we're closing our main, our main runs, and then we're actually going to reopen for uh, a summer session, what we're calling it, on May 5th and go all the way through Memorial Day. But that'll only be on the Millie Lift. Yeah, so that opens up what areas exactly on the mountain? Uh, so the entire Millicent side. We won't let people ride on the bowl, be a little concer- concerned about the uh, avalanche conditions and stuff and go from there. Uh, I wish we could open the entire mountain, but we, we're replacing our crest lift with a brand new six-person D-line lift. And then also finishing our lodge, and those guys are all contracted to start on May 1st, and so they got to have that access to that side, so we'll just play on the other. Yeah, many people may not understand what goes into making these decisions. We've talked about it before, but and, and you may be privy to even more than I know, Jared, but it usually comes down to things like insurance policies, uh, lease on uh, national forest land, certainly keeping your uh, staff members like ski patrol and people that usually move on to other spring and summer jobs. There's a lot to consider here. Yeah, you're right. Our, our biggest impact is, yeah, exactly, staffing. Everybody wants to wants to plan for their summer job, and if we can't, we can't just be in limbo and be so flexible with them. And then also interest from skiers and snowboarders. We live in a great state. You can go ski in one day, golf in the next day, but when golfing and mountain biking takes over, and they don't want to go ski anymore, then the lack of business causes us to have to close down. Yeah, yeah. then you have to balance how much revenue you're actually going to bring in, even if the lifts are running, versus what the expenses of keeping them running are right now with the price of uh, things like natural gas and electricity. Navi, it's a good problem to have, isn't it? I have no complaints, Tim. I know there's a lot of people complaining, and I feel their grief. I'm just not one of them. I'm going to ski until we can't ski anymore. Yeah. Um, how much else is going to be going on at the resort itself, Jared? Are you going to keep things in the lodge open? 
Yeah, we'll have our Millie Chalet open. It'll have, you know, everything you need for food and beverage. And then there's restrooms over here. We're going to have a ticket window open over here. So it'll it'll really just seem like a fun, casual uh, summer, spring operation. You know, have everything you need. We have ski patrol. We'll, we'll have it all. Tell me more about uh, this new lift that you're putting in. I had seen some notes on it with press releases, but I didn't really read too much into the details. You know, Crest is our flagship lift. Like, it goes all day, all night, you know, every day. And that thing just, it's old. We put that in in the 90s, and it's time to update it. And we're going to update it with uh, the most technological advanced lift we can. And that's a Doppelmeyer D-line six-person lift. And the rad thing is, is Crest right now is just under eight minutes to get to the top. This new lift's going to be five minutes. So that thing's going to be booking. And, you know, it's it's going to be great. We can't wait for it. Wow. So what all is involved? Do you use the existing poles along the way, or do you have to redo all of that as well? Uh, everything's going to be new. The, the lift is slightly wider, so the impact's going to be a little bit bigger. And so they'll go through, and they'll uh, clean out the, the lift path a little bit and then just do everything. And then hopefully, you know, they, they lose a lot of money if it's not ready by October 1st. So <laughs> they're, they're eager to get started. Yeah. Uh, Mother Nature might hold them up a little bit on that. You know, hopefully that's not the case. But uh, you do kind of have to work with what, what Mother Nature throws your way. How long have you been at Brighton? Remind me. Uh, over 20 years. Yeah. Have you ever seen a season like this in 20 years? No, nothing like this. Like, it's shocking. You guys need to come up and just look. Like, places where you used to sit and enjoy lunch at, like, the Alpine Rose and look at the lift spinning. There's so much snow. All you see is a mound of snow, and you can't see the lift anymore. And then <laughs> just the, the trail coming in here, the snow banks, it's so tight that barely two cars can pass each other because the, the snow's so high, the snowblowers can't blow it over those mounds anymore. And so it's just really incredible. And if anyone doesn't believe us, just come up and take a look, and they'll see that, yeah, we've had that much snow. Yeah, Navi, you look at some of these pictures. And uh, matter of fact, it was part of our conversation last week with uh, Strawberry Marina that they uh, Cameron was telling us that they moved the snow uh, from that road to keep people having access to the marina, but they can only put it as high as that lifter can put the bucket to, to actually dump it. They have nowhere to pile it. And when we were talking with the people at Mammoth Mountain in California, they said the places where they're piling their snow, they have no doubt are still going to be there when the season starts again next year. Uh, hey, Tim. Yeah. Um, Finn was saying that the, his two favorite shoots, one is called Death Shoot, and the other one is called Elevator Shaft. Now they call them little bumps because <laughs> they're all filled up with snow. <laughs> yeah. So Jared, uh, running that skid steer this morning, you're moving stuff out of the parking lot. Is that your assignment? Uh, we have a big event this weekend called the Bomb Hole Cup, and coincidentally, the pow- something happened in the canyon with the power company, so the power's out, and all our snow removal people, you know, they work hard through the night, and since this area is all inaccessible right now because of uh, power. I'm digging out the Millie Chalet and just taking away snowbanks that we couldn't use and so just making it so that people don't have to climb up and over snowbanks to get in and stuff. With a big grin on your face because you love running this thing, evidently. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us about the event this weekend. Is it worth plugging for the general public to uh, come up or no? You know, it'll be a great spectator event. Like on Saturday, we have a dual bank slalom, so two bank slaloms going at once. And then on Sunday, we have a professional caliber rail jam. So if people came up to ski and poked around and watched, they'd probably be entertained and, you know, 
they'd have a great time, so it wouldn't hurt. That's great stuff. All right. So the uh, season, at least in part, going to be extended again at Brighton. Just crazy. Still a lot of spring skiing to do. Jared Winkler, get back out there, buddy. Thanks for checking in with us. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back and uh, finish out the program next. Roger Egger joins me from Bear River Live. To finish out the program this week, we were hoping to be able to connect with Roger Egan from Bear River Lodge. My guess is he is digging out uh, because we're recording this as of Friday. My guess is they're digging out from yet another round of snow at the cabins at Bear River Lodge. But I'll pass along some uh, spring specials that I got on an email blast the other day and direct you uh, where you can go to take advantage of those deals coming up in a minute. A few other odds and ends to finish out this week. I got a note from Travis Holland, uh, who is the communications manager at Solitude Mountain Resort a couple of days ago. And if you've been following Michaela Schifferin's story at all, uh, you are no doubt impressed that you're witnessing skiing history this season as uh, her 87th career World Cup win took place. And to celebrate that up at Solitude, this is great stuff. Uh, they are going to uh, allow recreational racing at Solitude Mountain's NASTAR course free for the remainder of the season in commemoration of uh, Michaela's great accomplishment. So if you've ever wanted to ski like an Olympic champion, uh, you get a chance to do that up at uh, Solitude. So you may uh, look to find out more about that. And uh, Snowbird also passed along a note that was skiing and riding through the at least Memorial Day, and I'm sure it's going to go longer than that. Uh, Snowbird's going to host a Woodward Mountain Park and Woodward Peace Park Championship. The uh, date of that one is coming up, let's see, uh, April 14th through at least May 7th. The Woodward Mountain Park is uh, will consist of a small to medium-sized terrain park, features uh, located just off of Baldy Express and Mineral Basin between those dates we just passed along. So, uh, scheduled to be open through May 14th, talking of Snowbird, of course, and then they're going to be open Friday through Sundays and holidays through Memorial Day. But would not be at all surprised, we've talked about this on our Snow Day segment earlier, would not be at all surprised if at least the tram isn't running to let somebody take a few turns all the way into the 4th of July this year, which has happened a few times in the past. All right, now to those spring savings at uh, Bear River Lodge, and hopefully again, uh, Roger Egga can join us next week, March 31st through May 25th. So uh, starting right now and carrying through May 25th, they've got some great savings going on. You can book any cabin at regular rate the first night, and they're going to give you all of your additional nights on that booking for half price. Make sure and tell your friends and get your favorite spring dates locked up uh, while the cabins are uh, there at this crazy good rate. Same goes for machines, too. If you rent any machine at a regular price, they're going to throw in a second day on that machine or a second machine for the first day, half off as well. You'll want to find out more about it by just going to BearRiverLodge.com and make sure that you tell your friends about it. And our thanks to Bear River Lodge and Trax Power Sports for, as always, being a great sponsor of this program week in and week out. That's going to do it for uh, this week's program. Just a reminder this conference weekend that uh, the Greenhouse coming up next will be abbreviated slightly with you until 10 o'clock this morning, and then we'll take you to Temple Square for the first session, general session 
of the uh, General Conference for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Amanda Dixon's back with me Monday morning starting at 5 o'clock for Utah's Morning News. She'll be refreshed after a week-long vacation. We'll look forward to seeing you then.